So these are crazy times we are living in. The past months has been stressful and anxious for everyone, obviously. And just this uncertainty, this threat, and this hopelessness that COVID-19 adds to our lives, I think makes us all feel, think, and act differently than what we normally would. And they did say that if you want to get to know people, you know, be with them during their most stressful times to see how they are. Because it's always easy to be kind when people around you are kind. And it's always easy to be patient and understanding when everyone around you is um, also that way. But do you make the same choices regardless of your environment, regardless of how people treat you? Um, when your patience is pulled at its limits. So those are the kinds of questions I've been asking myself. And as I notice these subtle changes in my mood and how I sometimes let my emotions come out and control my behavior, I, I notice the same things in other people during this pandemic. And you know, you realize that when two people are fighting and when two people are high on emotions, nothing gets resolved. But when one party is at least calm and collected, there's a chance that the fight will not blow up. And even better, when both parties are calm, you can discuss what is wrong and fix the problem. And during this COVID-19 pandemic, it places us all in a permanently high-anxiety state. So when everyone is high on emotions, it can be difficult to interact with each other. So I feel sometimes that most of the decisions, life plans, you know, words we utter and feelings that we feel during this time should be taken with a grain of salt, should be questioned and verified because these are unusual times and people cope differently. Some people cope well, uh, being kinder and selfless during this time. Some people are mean, you know, criticizing everyone and just complaining. I think the virus brings out both the best and the worst in us. I don't think it's binary. It brings out everything in you. So many examples of goodness and innovative solutions during this time. I mean, imagine institutions selfless enough to share the genetic makeup of SARS-CoV-2, of COVID-19, so that scientists all over the world can share, you know, clinical trials and simultaneously work on the disease, on the virus. And you also see healthcare professionals who actually don't need to work. I mean, they don't need the money to go to work. And yet, every day, they choose to risk their lives and go to hospitals to take care of their patients. And we see private individuals, ordinary citizens, doing what they can. You know, making makeshift masks, cooking food for frontliners, Sourcing PPEs for their local hospitals. So, so much goodness. At the same time, you know, we also have a tendency to just think of ourselves, of our perspective, of our life, of our needs, and forgetting that we breathe the same air. So, some people, you can see people who are afraid, and even when they have enough for their own family, they demand and complain that they should also get their share of relief goods from the government. And sometimes we don't realize that we crowd out people who really need those relief goods than us. 
And I guess when the world is uncertain, it's easy to believe outrageous theories to explain how the virus came about and how it will end. And it's so easy to share conspiracies these days as a way to make sense of the world. And even sadder is when you have world leaders whose every wrong decision can cost lives. And it can be easy to indulge in my own helplessness, in my own uneasiness about the situation, and just complain and judge others without looking in and without asking myself what I can do. Which is which I do more often than I care to admit. So this is just a reminder to myself, maybe to other people who need it, that, you know, maybe at the most basic level, at the minimum level, if people just want to help, you know, there is really just a need to be more understanding, more patient, and to be kinder during this time, because all of us are just coping. And a majority, a majority of us are operating on like this basic need level, devoid of our usual imperfectly selfish, selfless selves. I think on a subconscious level, this pandemic has made us lose control of a certain grip of our lives. And for people who like live day by day and struggling as it is before the pandemic, how much more so now when issues of social safety nets, job security, and, and financial security are all up in the air. They, they say the virus doesn't choose anyone because even the rich, the privileged, you know, world leaders get it. But I disagree. I think the poor are still the most vulnerable because even if they understand the risk of going out and contracting the virus, they still go out. Because the choice is between food now or no food. The virus is at risk, you know, that they will always take. Because food on the table is tangible. And it's a need that they will always prioritize over something that they can or cannot get. Over something that could or could not, they could not get infected with. The virus does not discriminate, yes, but the structure of society and the economy has already chosen who the most vulnerable will be. I mean, I know people who had to walk to the next town because there is no available transport. They are healthy individuals but had to walk and expose themselves just to go home. While I have my own private vehicle, and just that fact alone reduces my exposure to the virus. There are some people also that I talk to and I ask if they're afraid to go to work. And they said, yes, they're afraid, but that they must work. While for me, I have the luxury to be afraid and choose not to go to work. And that privilege is something that someone like me, who was born in a financially well-off family, educated in good schools and has the luxury to even think, reflect on things and even condense it into a podcast, you know, won't ever, ever get. So I think the burden of COVID-19 is unequal. Yes, we all cope differently and there is a need to be kinder, to be more understanding, to be more patient because we are all stressed. But there are people 
whose mental and emotional burdens are heavier than most. And be- perhaps because they don't have the social safety nets and the privilege that other people do, for me, yes, to an extent, their behavior and actions should be excusable than mine. And as I think that way, I just wonder if the selves that we are now showing during this time of crisis, is this our real self or is it a fake self? You know, just prompted and influenced by the situation. Do the behaviors and decisions that we make now know show our true colors or is this just stress and therefore you know excusable version of ourselves and i just think if you know this good scientist who is sharing the genome sequence of the virus will that scientist still be generous when the dust settles down when you know recognition and attribution of scientific discoveries you know, it's more important after this whole thing is over. And will the person who's doing, you know, makeshift face masks for frontliners, will still will they still be selfless when all of this is over? And at the same time, is the person, you know, the person who easily believes and shares fake news now, what if they're actually a generous person who's always helping their friends when they need it? Or that person who complains about not receiving relief goods is actually the type who is willing to donate her money, you know, to the needy. And I have this mental image in my head where this is all like the same person. The person complaining on Facebook about the government and easily spreads fake news is actually, you know, cooking food for security guards in the hospital. And maybe even works as a frontliner. And and when you put that all together, it's just a reminder for me that people are complex and we are not just, you know, a good person or a bad person because of one act or one social media post. So, anyway, back to my question. Given that the stress of COVID-19, recognizing that we are all coping, sometimes better than others and at the same time recognizing that we have different burdens therefore we all act differently than normal what does this say about our character and does this pandemic show who we really are at our core and i think yes that the versions that we are showing now are really part of who we are and it's okay to accept both the good and even the bad, bad parts of ourselves. It's, I think it's always a unique blend of our own generosity and selfless, selfishness. It's a mix of our own kindness and insensitivity. And it's all part of us. I think the important thing is observing how it comes up in our emotions, how it influences us in our behavior. And that's a good start. And after that, realizing that we can always choose how to respond. So, I don't have any big idea or big light bulb moment. More than just realizing that we are all coping. And 
to not be so quick to judge each other and to help each other more in terms of how we respond to our own emotions during this time. 